Big Stories of the Day. Hashtag SAFM Sunrise. Well, a lot going on in the climate space at the moment. Just 10 days ago, the National Assembly passing the Climate Change Bill. And as I understand it, it makes government entities sort of work against climate change, draw plans around it. At the same time, government preparing to be part of the COP28 talks that are being hosted, yes, in Dubai at the end of the month. One of the key issues, I suspect, is whether countries can or should impose tariffs on goods manufactured in other countries using electricity generated from fossil fuels. So... If we're making cars here and sending them to Germany, would the European Union or Germany impose a climate tariff on that car because we would have used coal-fired electricity to make that car? Even if it's a sort of German car, the BMW, if you see what I mean. Well, let's find out a bit more about all of this. The Minister of Forestry, Fisheries and the Environment is Barbara Creasy. Minister, good morning and thanks for your time. Good morning, Stephen, and greetings to all your listeners. Firstly, our own efforts to fight climate change, the new bill going through Parliament. Do you think it'll make much difference? Yes, I think it's an important opportunity for all levels of government and, of course, also um, business and civil society to work together to combat climate change, but also to adapt to the inevitable uh, extreme weather events that lie ahead of us as a society and, of course, as as an economy. Do these plans, uh, does the bill impose much cost on business? I mean, people always talk about this. I worry it's a bit of a false sort of binary because we must do something to stop climate change, whatever the cost. But is there much cost involved? Well, what we will be allocating to uh, sectors of business and individual businesses are carbon budgets. And um, that that is an allowance for the amount of emissions that uh, businesses would also make. You would be aware that National Treasury some years ago passed the carbon tax um, law. And uh, we have been working with National Treasury uh, for a period of time now to understand how will these two mechanisms work together. And um, our assumption is that if you use more than your carbon budget as, as a, a aligned to the nationally determined contribution of our country, then you'll have to pay tax. The COP28 talks in Dubai. What's going to be our message there? What sort of um, plans are you going there with? And these are really important talks. We've seen them. They sometimes are very productive, maybe not as productive as you'd like them to be, but they're very important. What's going to be the main sort of aim that you're taking there? Well, I think the the, the centerpiece of these talks is the global stock take. And um, that's an opportunity for the world to look at the progress we have and haven't made since the adoption of the Paris Agreement. Um, Obviously, from the perspective of South Africa and and developing countries, we would want to emphasize that uh, there's a reason why we are not on track. And uh, part of that reason relates to the failure of developed countries to provide adequate means of implementation for developing countries. Um, uh, Related to that, of course, um, the finance issue is always uh, a very hot topic. The operationalization of the loss and damage fund is going to be very important. And lastly, uh, global goals for adaptation. Those are all the things that are in our negotiating mandate.
There are concerns about our goods having high tariffs because they would be produced using coal-fired electricity. I presume that South Africa and many other countries would oppose that for the moment. Definitely. Um, this this is a, um, a policy that has been adopted by the European Union. And in our view, this is fundamentally opposed to the principles of the Paris Agreement, which identify common but differentiated responsibilities uh, that recognize the fact that developing countries are at a different stage of their carbon transition. Uh, we fully support the fact that developed countries must get there first, but we can't have unilateral, unnegotiated tariffs imposed on developing countries uh, because our climate transitions are going to take longer. Um, sort of related to that, your department, and I think if I understand the procedure correctly, may mean that you personally as the minister have now granted authorization for the company Car Powerships to operate in Richards Bay. These are the uh, sort of floating power barges. They use liquefied uh, gas to do it. You know how contentious all of this is. Why did you decide to grant that permission in the end? Remember, Stephen, I'm the appeal authority on this matter. So it's the... Um, the environmental authorization section of the department that has granted this. I have no doubt, given the controversies involved, that uh, there may be further appeals on this matter. I wouldn't want to go there at this stage. So there can still be an appeal from another party, not car power ship, someone who opposes it, and that yes, will come before yes. you. Yes, yes, uh, that has been the the way this thing has been going, and. Um, so I'd, let me let me hold my fire on this one until we see whether there's an appeal. I understand that. Let me push one more time. Um, part of this is this idea that car power ships buys land for a wildlife reserve, donates it to the department. It's called an offset. So in other words, there'll be land for rhinos and uh, rhinoceroses, and that would then allow them to sort of destroy or very badly damage a coastal sanctuary for birds and fish. Hyper, I mean, has that ever happened before? I've never heard of something like that happening before in South Africa. I don't want to comment on this issue, but across the world, um, <clears throat> and indeed in our own country, there, are, there have been offset projects. What do we mean by an offset project? If there is um, a, a project that will create damage to biodiversity, it can be offset by um, a similar project in a different area. Let me give you an example. Um, Venetia Diamond Mine in um, Limpopo has set up um, a very large conservancy as part of a, an offset agreement. So I suppose the, the, the question that one need, would need to consider in an appeal is whether the, the offset project was established in terms of the requirements of the law. But uh, there is precedence both in our own country and internationally for biodiversity and conservation offset projects. Minister, I look forward to whatever final decision you make, being able to discuss this more fully, um, because I think that there's a lot that comes out of it. Thank you very much indeed for your time. Minister Barbara Creasy is the Minister of Forestry, Fisheries and the Environment.